1: Let's do this thing. Welcome to the revolution. We're back. Oh! (laughs) Like, who are you talking to, I guess? For over 15 years, one show pushes the boundaries of outdoor entertainment.
0: What is the matter with you?
1: It had that effect like you didn't know what you're talking about. (laughs) A show in which all others will be judged.
0: All they talk about around here is football and underwear. Ooh,
2: gross.
0: And they smell.
2: A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a Wrapped in a mystery Something, something or other Inside an enigma You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want in Often imitated, but never duplicated The revolution with Jim and Trav is on Presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel World Fishing Network And My Outdoor TV Today on Gone with the Whitetails, Mrs. Bunny makes the startling realization that her venison has run out. Trav,
3: what are we going to do? Our freezer is completely out of venison, and baby Jimbo needs to eat. Yeah, my
1: belly's hungry, Trav. Hold your tongue, woman and large boy with a gray mustache, because daddy has a 30 on 6 and he's bringing home the venison! You hear me? I'm going to make it right. Backstraps, baby Jimbo. Be
2: sure to tune in next week to Gone with the Whitetails when Joe Montaigne relives the story of when Trav taught him to shoot.
4: And I jumped off my bike and he took me in there and he bought me two rounds of, of uh, shells
5: and then that was it. I was hooked from that moment on and it was the best possible way to be you know,
4: introduced to the shooting sport. <laughs>
1: When is the last time you were called a large boy with a great mustache?
3: I, I don't know if I've ever been called a large boy with a great mustache. I do have a great
1: mustache. Oh, baby Jumbo, don't worry. Alright, so we do have a great show this week
3: You know, my father's name was Hugh and we used to call him Baby Huey
1: That's right Alright, so we are talking New Horizons and Jimbo's mustache on this week's show Gonna be joined by Old Hane Shelton Yeah, he's not that old uh, So Haynes Shelton, he is the all-new editor-in-chief, North America White So we're gonna be talking what about that What happened Dad. to Gordon Whittington? Uh, I think he died No, that's a joke, that's a joke uh, He is the uh, Emeraldus, Emerald's Gold, what do they call him? He's the Demetrius. Demetrius. He's the roving <laughs> reporter now uh, for North America Whitetail. But, anyways, make sure you watch, though, North America Whitetail TV on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Haynes is also the uh, editor in chief, as well, of Hog Hunting Magazine. After that, though, old Sergeant. Shane Webster You should have read that better Alright, he's with the <laughs> Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division Uh are four wardens at Outdoor Channel Mondays, 8.30pm Eastern Time It's going to be a great show I just hope you can remember their names It's hard <laughs>
3: Alright, so let's get Hey, let's get to Haynes Shelton Editor-in-Chief of North American
2: Whitetail. It's New Horizons this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. They might look cute and cuddly. They are very mean-spirited. Now, kicking off a three-part interview with Haynes Shelton, Editor-in-Chief of North American Whitetail, Associate Producer of North American Whitetail TV on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, and Editor-in-Chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV.
1: Here's part one. Stand and cross your heart! There you go. I'm sorry, Haynes. That was terrible. I keep hearing banjo music. Uh, Haynes Shelton. So cool, man. You are the all-new editor-in-chief, North America Whitehall, associate producer, North America Whitehall TV on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and the editor-in-chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. Dude, how many titles do you actually have?
5: Man, I'd say it seems like every time I blink, there's another one added to that list, but... uh... (laughs) I just want to take a second and say thank you to you guys, you know, for having me on. I'm so excited about it. And uh, a great big thanks are in order to my my predecessor, legendary uh, editor in chief of North American Whitetail, Gordon Whittington. Uh, you know, I'm so excited about this moment and in, in my career and to step into. These giant, giant shoes that he has left behind, uh, I just hope that I'm able to fill them. But we are just ecstatic to keep Gordon on as our editor emeritus. Uh, we have some great things happening at NAW.
3: Now, does the emeritus mean that you got him a new broom or what? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, we're uh, we're going to do all kinds of cool things working together. Uh, Gordon is excited about the emeritus position uh, to still stay an integral part of the brand, Um but to not have near as many hours behind the desk um, editing and and creating magazines in the same capacity, he's going to be able to get out in the field more and uh, enjoy the outdoors and and have kind of a, a semi-retirement while still, Wrestling down some of these big buck stories and talking to hunters across the world, he has such a great network and so many connections. So we definitely are excited to still have him with
1: us. Well, it's amazing. After 36 years as North America Whitetails, you know, brand leader Gordon Whittington, such an amazing man. This is a big transition now that you're filling these shoes. What is your vision, though, for the magazine, uh, you know, the Internet side of things? What is Haynes' vision for North American Whitetail moving forward?
5: Well, you're you're 100 percent right. Gordon is an icon. Yeah. And he has laid. I'll, I'll never be able to thank him enough for the foundation that he built for this brand. I mean, to create such a titanic uh, magazine publication and to be such an, uh, an integral part of our television delivery and you know, to create a household name. I mean, basically everyone out there knows about North American Whitetail. They've read it, they've seen it, they've watched it. Uh, so my, I have no intentions of uh, of straying very far away from that at all. You know, what I would like to do is, uh, I would like to maintain our extremely strong uh, base readership and continue to give our subscribers and our newsstand buyers the great delivery that they're accustomed to. But I also want to revolutionize our brand in a digital space and start to deliver more great whitetail hunting content in the form of big buck stories and how-to stories on our website and on social media in a a way uh, that we have never been able to before much more quickly uh, than we can do in print. So I'm working with our our new digital editor uh gentleman named sam forbes uh, a very smart and talented individual who we just hired um so for 2021 i would just i would tell all of our fans to be on the lookout for uh, some short web articles on some of these deer that have been taken in the past year that are going to hit our website at rapid speed and then we're going to uh to let everyone know about those stories on NAW's Facebook and Instagram pages, just to keep everyone up to breast with the happenings at NAW in a way that we were not able to do as efficiently in the past.
3: Yeah. Now, the thing is... You can't go to a hunting camp, especially if you're an outdoor writer or even a broadcaster, and somebody pipes up and says, you know, I could write articles. I can do that. (laughs) Now, the thing is, you can. All you have to do is apply, and uh, you might be the new associate editor at North American Whitetail. Oh, yeah.
5: Well, I tell you, we might as well get the word out. Uh, I appreciate that. We are currently hiring uh, an associate editor. So, you know, as I stepped into the editor-in-chief's role, our associate editor slot uh, has become open. And so, that job is currently posted on Outdoor Sportsman's Group website. You can check it out and apply directly there. Those applications will come to me. So, we are looking for a talented writer uh, who has a great interest and passion for whitetails, who has editing experience, and would like to, uh, to come in at a point in this great legacy brand's uh, history where we we are experiencing transition and and rebuilding. So definitely, if anyone listening is uh, interested in applying for an associate editor position at, at NAW, give me a call.
1: Now, as the associate editor, is this a remote position? You know, let's say some knucklehead like Jimbo. Yeah. He's always a whiz on the keyboard. Do we have to move somewhere for this or can we do it from home? That position uh, is is posted in our Peoria,
5: Illinois office. That's uh, NAW's current headquarters there. Our art director and our production team is located in Peoria. So as of now, that is where the position is posted. Um, that office is not. Currently open. We haven't reopened yet um, due to COVID, but we're hoping uh, that that changes here very soon. So when the position does uh go back into the office, it will be in Peoria.
1: Well, that's a good thing. It's there's great hunting there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so it's a win-win, really. Yeah, and, and yeah. Well, they don't they don't get much better than
5: the old uh, Mel Johnson, you know, world record <laughs> archery typical right there. So Peoria is it's a great state if you're a deer hunter and you want to get in the Midwest. There's there's far worse places you could land. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: with those qualifications that you enumerated, I don't qualify.
5: Yeah,
1: you don't qualify at all. (laughs) First of all, Jim can't read. I mean, that's a big one. (laughs) I do a lot of one-finger typing. You know what's really cool is I You want to see that? (laughs) One-finger typing, it's always the middle finger salute is (laughs) what it is. Um, You know, like the cover story, the Pennsylvania number two uh, typical whitetail with a bow. Wasn't that a traditional bow, wasn't it? It wasn't a um, compound, was it? Oh, I tell you,
5: we we will have a harder time uh, the rest of the entire year coming up with a, a, a much better story than that one. That feature was so strong. Uh, that gentleman's name is Corey Golvis. Yeah, he's a Pennsylvania hunter. Uh, he he killed that tremendous buck, the new number two typical in Pennsylvania by archery equipment. He killed him on public land uh, with a recurve. Jeez. And Corey is a diehard whitetail hunter. Man, I had so much fun uh, getting to know him and. And working with him uh, on his story, and I tell you, he was he was after that deer in some really brutal mountainous habitat uh, in Pennsylvania, and he he kept great logs and and uh, he paid attention to all of his data, and he was very aware of mass patterns when certain oak trees were dropping at different elevations, and he followed the deer activity along that mass pattern, um, and he was aware of this buck had had a couple years of sheds off of him, but just a tremendous Tremendous, typical whitetail with some of the longest main beans in history. Uh, beautiful deer. Wow.
3: Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? we got a whole lot more to talk about. Hey, you bet. All right. Hey, we're talking with Haynes Shelton. He's the editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail and associate producer of North American Whitetail TV.
1: Uh, see you on Sportsman's Channel Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, and he's also the editor-in-chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. Old Hog Heaven. That is so cool. Now, Mr. Haynes, to learn more about you, your all-new role as editor-in-chief, North American Whitetail, better yet, get a subscription, man. Where can we find you guys online? Yeah, definitely
5: check us out at NorthAmericanWhitetail.com and Facebook and Instagram at North
1: American Whitetail Mag. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV, part two with... Haynes Shelton, right after this.
2: The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hmm, is this the button that gets us to JimandTrav.com or that other thing? Ah, it was the other thing. Stay right there, Jim and Trav. All the wackiness will continue right after these messages. You're dropped
6: into a body of water you've never fished,
7: and you got to figure it out. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Heritage Cup kicks off from Waco, Texas. That is the beauty of manual fishing. You're never out of the game.
6: Yeah, baby. And really, truthfully, you're never all the way in the game. Oh, my gosh. All my senses are heightened. It's almost like you get into a zone. Get you some of that.
7: It's show up. Who's going to be the man today? Major League Fishing's Heritage Cup. All news Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
2: The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Talking New Horizons. Let's rejoin the boys and Haynes Shelton. Editor-in-Chief of North American Whitetail. Associate Producer of North American Whitetail TV on Sportsman Channel. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. And Editor-in-Chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is Part 2.
3: Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, we're talking New Horizons on this week's show. And our guest, Shane Helton. I, you know, I did you, that the last you time. You do it didn't
1: every I? time. Haynes, shut every single time. It never <laughs>
3: fails. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I don't
1: get writing jobs. That's right. He is the El Presidente, editor in chief, North America Whitetail, also associate producer, of North America Whitetail TV sports channel. Have to watch it Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and the editor in chief, Hog Hunting Magazine. All right, so you have your your fingers to the pulse of everything Whitetail hunting. One thing we really need to touch on, man, in, in some aspects, it's tremendously good. There's a lot of benefits to it. But this winter storm, Yuri, that, I mean, really hit the nation, especially the south. Texas was hit really hard. A lot of the animals, you know, from songbirds to ground nesting birds, all this stuff. I mean, they they really struggled. I think the white tail, and mule deer are going to be okay. But it, what it really did is it killed those winter weeds in the available forage, the browse, and uh, we don't know how this is going to play out now.
5: Well, I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. There, it, this is already such a uh, a fragile and, and demanding time right now for the whitetail. You know, they've, they've come through the winter months and uh, forage in the woods is it's really at a minimum uh, right now as we're sitting before spring green up. So there's less for a whitetail to eat right now um, than many other times throughout the entire annual cycle. Um, and so when you when you take that into consideration combined with as ferocious a winter cycle as we've seen this year in many places, especially Texas, as you note, um, there there definitely is potential for deer to be, um, at a higher risk, you know, and I've, I've talked to a lot of my buddies in Texas in the last couple weeks, and they have really had a hard time. I tell you, these uh, historic and, and near-biblical low temperatures and um, snowy conditions and extreme frost and uh, ice storms, and, you know, it's just been plain nasty. Um, Dr. James Kroll, our biologist for North American Whitetail, his uh, research institute is in nagadoches not far but he he's experienced much of the brunt of this storm there in his location and uh he's kept us up to date uh daily on on what has happened and i tell you luckily they had enough snowfall there um that a lot of his food plots that were designed for whitetail nutrition were actually protected um from damage of being killed sort of an igloo effect there so you know they There's always a hope that if you do get enough snow cover, you can protect some of those plots for whitetails, but... You do. You just got to do everything you can to give the whitetails what they need this time of year because they might need help.
1: All right. Hanging out, talking with Mr. Haynes Shelton, the editor in chief. No, it Shane White Helton? Tails. Yeah, it's Shane Helton, <laughs> like Helter Skelter. Now, you know, in a world where we are moving more and more towards food plots and supplemental feeding, it's easy to forget the mainstay of a whitetails forage is still woody browse, weeds, uh, select grasses. Do you think, especially when you have a crazy storm like Yuri, winter timber management is something that can truly benefit not just a whitetail, but really every species of animal uh, that calls that place home? Do you think we should be spending more time at Mr. Haynes managing our woods and put less emphasis on food plots? What say you? Well, I, I
5: definitely think that every true whitetail manager has to have a hard emphasis and a major part of their management plan dedicated to hardwoods and and managing your woods. So that's a it's a critical sort of a foundation and pillar of whitetail management uh, because, as you said, the the woods do provide such a, a large amount of annual forage. So you know the hard the hard thing in a year like this, if you're going to do much um, extensive woods management. You know, in places where you've had tons and tons of rain and terribly wet conditions, man, it's hard to get in there. It's hard to get heavy equipment into the woods. It's hard to access it. But I tell you, if you are able to do much at all, if you're going to do some select cuts or remove old-growth hardwoods, I tell you... If you can get much at all of that tree canopy laying at ground level, uh, you talk about, you know, soft stemmy brows at the tops of those canopies, if they can lay on, on the forest floor for any period of time, that becomes an instant food plot to deer, and uh, a lot of logging operations that happen in the winter, they are flooded with deer activity from deer coming in and eating the soft tops of those trees as they lay on the ground before they're discarded, so... Yes. If you can manage your woods at this time of the year, it's a huge help to whitetails.
1: Yeah. Now, in the uh, current issue of North America Whitetail, I think it is, uh, you had an article in there called No Room to Grow a Food Plot, Tips and Tools for Planting Areas Others Overlook. Kind of filled our listeners in about this and how it can benefit our whitetail strategies, man.
5: Definitely, definitely. Well, you know, I think... uh, if you're talking to a guy or a gal who wants to start a new food plot, you know, I think we're drawn immediately to open areas, you yeah. know, just because they tend to lend themselves much more easily to creating a new food plot, you know, whether it's an old skid deck in the woods or an old, you know, inside corner of an ag field that the farmer really doesn't want to utilize or an overgrown pasture or a power line, etc. And, you know, so many of those locations can can be dynamite for creating food plots. And, you know, if they work, if they're located in the right position and it makes sense for your hunting strategy then that's all good. Um but you know, I think the guy who's often overlooked um is the one whose property is almost entirely composed of woods. Mm -hmm. Um and you think, wow, how can I turn this how can I turn this into a food plot? You know, man, it's great in October when the acorns are hitting the ground, you know, for a solid month or month and a half and you know the deer are always here. And then as soon as those are eaten up, you know, I'm back to a wasteland. Um and I tell you in that article that Dr. James Kroll wrote for us he discusses some really great um, strategies for creating food plots in harder-to-reach places, especially in the woods. And, you know, he discusses the use of forestry mulchers, mm-hmm. uh, mulching implements to take down smaller trees and create open areas that then can be planted, which is a very effective tool. Um, and also, you know, he discusses the use of herbicides for for forest management, killing trees by girdling a uh, hack and spray and et cetera. It's just there are more ways uh, to create food in the woods than sometimes we talk about.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing that that you can do if you don't want to cut out that tree, prune it. You can take some branches off and not really change it very much, but you're going to have browse all over the woods then just by selective pruning. Yeah,
5: definitely. i tell you what, what Dr. Kroll always preaches, and it, it's made a difference in my management plan, is just that you have to always be cognizant uh, of the deer zone. And, you know, browse has to be at deer level. Um, and when we walk through the woods, you know, we we have to understand that, White, a whitetail's world really is from our chest down. And if they don't have access to food at that zone, then they're really going to have a hard time. So anything you can do to bring down... A uh, browsable cover to the deer level, that should be your plan. You
3: bet. Hey, we got to take another break. Can you stick around? Absolutely. All right, we're talking with Haynes Shelton, editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail, associate producer of North American Whitetail TV, on Sportsman Channel Wednesday nights at 8
1: o'clock Eastern Time. And don't forget, editor-in-chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. This has been presented, though, by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Mr. Haynes, before we go to a break, though, man, where can we find you guys online?
5: Yeah, be sure to check us out at NorthAmericanWhitetail.com and on Facebook and Instagram at NorthAmericanWhitetailMag.
1: You bet. Hey,
3: more uh, Haynes Shelton right after this. Stick around.
2: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Just a cool show about the outdoors. The Revolution. Two dudes who love each other. Trappy, they love each other. Traffy to Jimby, Jimby, they love each other. Um, okay. Well, the boys will continue right after these important messages.
7: Savor the finer things in life. Hunting, fishing, and eating. Every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork. Join Epic Outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Scott Layseth as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. It's time to
2: reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined this side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world featuring a 999 cc parallel twin engine aggressive tires and an automotive style cabin and select models include high performance fox iqs in-cab adjustable suspension all-new d-mode to optimize power delivery an integrated yamaha adventure pro navigation system and much more Visit yamahamotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-MAX 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha.
0: Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change.
2: Get it, boys. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with New Horizons. Now, once again, here's Mr. Hayne Shelton, editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail, associate producer of North American Whitetail TV on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, and editor-in-chief of Hog Hunting Magazine. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Part 3 starts now. Hey, We're back. This is the third and
1: final installment with Haynes Shelton, the editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail. Yeah, now, as uh, we're kind of kicking around, Mr. Haynes, we're filling out our... Uh Resume <laughs> Filling out our resume We're going to apply for associate editor North We American can't White even do Hill. a resume Yeah, we're out there uh, trimming some trees and stuff Doing some winter timber Wim- management Wimber, wimber. I'm <laughs> Um, No, this is a great time And one thing we want to jump into Because it, it really extends uh, your hunting season It gives you a better inventory on the deer That made it this far into the winter And also through hunting seasons Is shed hunting do you do a lot of shed hunting man oh definitely man i I love to shed hunt i tell you i have a i have a little
5: bit of a harder time shed hunting here in the south it seems like i'm in north carolina and uh right now we're probably not even quite at 50 50 on bucks that have and have not shed Wow! Um, i definitely have some that shed i found a nice one this weekend in one of my food plots um but i tell you it, it seems like it's later into early spring when the majority of bucks start to drop their antlers, and by then, they're, uh, a lot of them are covered up by knee-high poison ivy. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've been super jealous of all my friends out in the Midwest and up north where all these giant whitetails roam. They're sending me pictures of handfuls of big, giant antlers that they're dragging out. Our publisher of, of NAW, Layden Force, he spent the weekend shed hunting with his sons out, out in northeastern Missouri. And they found all kinds of sheds, including some really nice bucks that they've been
3: hunting. Yeah. Now, where you find the sheds, should you mark down on maybe a map or something like that? Does it tell a story about where they live? I
5: tell you, if you look back on, uh, on historic, you know, just the history of NAW and you, you read all the articles that we have covered on big deer since the 80s, so many of them. Well, it also include a story and a photo of the shed and the hunter who found their shed and how he used that information to kill the buck. So definitely, definitely keep your data, keep that information, log when you found your shed antlers, log where you found your shed antlers, and try to use that information as another piece of the puzzle as you, you really develop a game plan to go after a certain target deer. You know, especially in this time of year, uh, deer can be, moving around they might not be where they were during the rut but they could they could be relocating to an area that is sort of their uh, their core or their home range and a lot of sheds are found off certain deer in the same locations year after year um, and that's very that's variable you know it just depends everywhere you go sometimes deer shed miles and miles apart based on environmental factors or uh, food sources that are best at that time but You never know. So you need to definitely use it as information that could serve you well in the next hunting season. You bet.
3: Now, now the thing is, is it a good idea to maybe take pictures of them and and develop your own rogues gallery? Uh, because you know, the horns may change somewhat, you know, year to year, but pretty much the configuration is going to be the same and you can kind of match the shed photograph up to what you're seeing on your trail cam. Can't you?
5: Oh, definitely. Well, you know, uh, As more and more whitetail hunters become involved in land management, they they start to develop extensive histories with the deer that they're chasing. And, you know, we we run stories on some of these whitetails that guys have been after for four, five, even six seasons sometimes. So, you know, it's always really fascinating and interesting when someone has devoted that much time and energy and finally kills a target buck and he's an old, mature animal, one to be celebrated, and they have multiple years of, of shed antlers and, and a great catalog of trail camera photos. It's a pretty neat, uh, a neat moment when all the pieces of the puzzle come together and you have a really complete story about that animal. So definitely I can't stress enough. Keep your data and use all that information in your arsenal of of whitetail tricks.
1: Yeah, once again, hanging out talking uh, with Mr. Haynes Shelton, the editor in chief, North American Whitetail. Um, Now, circling back to being the editor in chief of North American Whitetail, it's really neat because... It seems like gone are the days when, uh, let's say, Jimbo's dad, okay? He came out of World War II. He started sweeping the floors at uh, Pontiac or whatever. Pontiac Motor Division. Then he starts painting car doors. Next thing you know, he's a plant manager, and it really seems like that's gone. But with you, you were able to work your way all the way up the ranks. You know, you put in your dues, spent years and years and years trying to achieve this goal. And now that it it's happened, man, uh, that has to be very fulfilling. So exciting! A lot of good things to come.
5: Yep, you hit the nail on the head. I am I am so blessed. Uh, God has blessed me beyond measure, and. He had a plan for my life that I had to uh, I had to trust in and had to work hard to achieve and to see it all come together. Um, just this past week or two, it, it's been amazing. You know, for all of uh, all my loved ones and family and friends who have reached out to congratulate me on this new position. Um, you know, I, I can't thank everyone enough for their support. Uh, everyone who has cheered me on and wished me well. And so many uh, who trained me and, and acted as mentors, um, you know, to, to really give me what I needed, uh, the confidence and the skill set to achieve this in my life. Uh, it's amazing. I can't tell you how how much I look forward to the future of North American Whitetail and how humbled I am by the opportunity. Uh, I know that our editor-in-chief, Gordon Whittington, left behind some huge shoes. And uh, now it's my job to fill those and to continue to service our readers, our followers, our fans, and those who watch us on television, and I'm going to give it my best shot.
3: You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We have been talk with Haynes Shelton. Of course, he's the editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail, also the
1: associate producer of North American Whitetail TV on Sportsman's Channel. Wednesday nights at eight o'clock and editor in chief hog hunting magazine. Now, again, uh, for all those illiterate people like us, if we (laughs) want to apply for the position, associate editor, of course, we're going to apply. We won't get it, but it might be uh, humorous. Who knows? Uh, Where can we find that online? Mr. Haynes.
5: Yes, definitely. Apply for the associate editor position, North American Whitetail. You can find the application link on Outdoor Sportsman Group's website uh, or send directly to me at Shelton at outdoorsg.com.
1: That's right. And when you fill out your resume, don't use a crayon. Uh, and don't use our name. <laughs> that's right. Hi, <laughs> right, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. And uh, to get a subscription, man, North American Whitetail, that's what we have to do. So much excellent content, especially online as well. Where can we find that, buddy?
5: Thank you very much. You can find that at com.
3: Hey, we got to take a break, but after the break, we've got Sergeant Shane Webster of the
1: Michigan Department of Natural Resources Law Enforcement Division. Yeah, he's with Wardens on Outdoor Channel. That is Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The Hot Fuzz is coming up next. Shane Webster, Mr. Haynes, man, we love you so much, and congratulations on your new position, buddy.
5: Thank you, guys. I really enjoyed it. It It's good talking to you always.
1: We are the Outdoor Guys. You know we are. We are the revolution, we are Jim and Trav, we're on your radio, oh yeah, Woohoo! Alright boys, we're
7: the off. They live and breathe adventure.
5: 2,800 miles, we just drove across the country to finally meet you.
7: Host Jim Kinsey and Brandon Nelson chronicle the beauty and splendor of the natural world. From the sustainability and comfort of a kitted out van. We spot a miracle
5: bug right off the road. It's very real out there, not for the faint hearted.
7: Oh God. I'm nauseous, pretty nauseous right now. Adventure Hunter, all new series, Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
7: My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere.
2: Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today, it's all about New Horizons. Now, kicking off a two-parter with Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division for Wardens on Outdoor Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking
3: New Horizons on this week's show Before the break we had Haynes Shelton, editor of North American Whitetail
1: That's right, he is the editor-in-chief, all new position But now uh, going to a position Jimbo normally knows Face down, hands behind his head (laughs) Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division for Wardens on Outdoor Channel Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time He is here, Sergeant Shane, how's it going, buddy?
4: Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, gentlemen? Today,
1: doing well, doing well. Now, the thing is, you're in that
3: southeast corner of Michigan. How many uh, officers do you have with uh, the DNR in Michigan?
4: Uh, so, well, I supervise six fantastic officers uh, some young men here in my little corner but our our district actually has
1: 25 officers right now oh wow wow holy cow that's a lot Yeah, man. We're, we're the largest largest district in the state now have you ever had to write a ticket for an offense that you really just didn't want to write i mean have you ever like been conflicted like i really don't want to do this but i need to oh absolutely
4: uh yeah i Cause there's, there's a lot of times, you know, we, we deal with good people. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's something that's important for officers to remember, actually, is, is many of these people, these aren't the crimes of this century. Um, they're, they're not setting out to hurt anyone or, or, or maybe not even particularly do something that they believe is wrong, but we have a job to do. Um, and sometimes enforcement is the necessary thing to, uh, to send that message and to bring about compliance. So yeah, unfortunately, we do. Uh, there's times I've walked away thinking, oh, man, that that guy, is, uh, he's a hardworking American. He, he's yeah. a president of
1: the state. and He's doing something I love to do as well, hunting fish. That's what I was wondering, you know, like, do most violations stem from a place like lack of knowledge, not knowing instead of malice intent? Would you say that's the case most of the times?
4: I, I would say yeah, most most of the time the people we deal with. And I think that's what's fortunate about what we do is, is, is this is recreational law, right? This is over our recreational things that we do. Now, I think some people, they they find information they want to justify their actions. They know it's (laughs) against the law. Uh, Let's use maybe baiting deer as an example. Um, they've seen the science that the DNRs come out with, but uh, maybe they don't believe it for
3: themselves. Yeah. Now, the thing is, with wardens, you know, as we've said earlier, uh, your show has been on for quite a while. You tell a story about things that are happening out there in the field, and I think if we're smart, we'll pick up on that, and let's not poach
4: hey you know that that's the simple message right is that <laughs> yeah uh, you know the message of the dnr hey we you know we want our uh, natural resources to be here for current and future generations and uh, if we can kind of spread that message that people know hey we're, we're doing this because we care about these things, and I want my, my little girls to grow up and, and their future children to enjoy the same things I'm doing right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, once again, Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division. You check him out on Warden's Outdoor Channel Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Did you want to say <laughs> something, Jimbo? No, you know... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. There, we got someone cool on the phone. We both want to talk. <laughs> um, no, going back. <laughs> kind of like a new girl. Isn't yeah, yeah. Going back to baiting, except for we're the giggly girls here. Uh, you had mentioned <laughs> baiting. So feeding wildlife. I think as let's just say concerned or caring individuals, which most people are, they think that feeding the ducks, the mm-hmm. geese, the deer, the bears sometimes. I think they Your arm. They do it with good intentions, but they don't realize that, I mean, from what it can do in the grand scheme of things to, you know, transmitting disease, creating, you know, an independence with those animals, wild animals, they're not, they shouldn't be fed. End of story. That's not how things work. And it really isn't good for them, is it?
4: No. And and I think sometimes we take as uh, human beings, we, we think somehow we're, smarter than, than the world around us uh, has Matt, that huh <laughs> uh, but wildlife in general can take care of itself and there's there's a natural balance to things um you know i i, I supervise uh Washtenaw county we have ann arbor so we have a lot of people that'll just feed behind their houses these people don't hunt they don't fish they don't follow you know the dnr website or, or even the news around you know deer hunting and they think they're helping the deer in their backyard and, and we Frequently, our officers are out there. And the other day, one of my officers had to tell me about it. He said he went to the house, and a, a little old lady was there feeding the deer with corn. And she, she told me, "She's like, you take the corn. She's like, I can't stop myself. You take it with you and, and take it home." <laughs> oh my
3: God! Well, you know, one of the things that uh, that uh, is now illegal, and if it's not, tell me, uh, is party hunting. You know, you're out there you with a group of guys, say, in the north woods, and one guy gets a deer, and, hey, if you see one, shoot one for me. You can't really do that, can you?
4: No, no. A, a license is specific to the hunter, um, but w- we see that problem a lot with uh, waterfowl hunting. Uh, in fact, I went hunting with with a good friend, um and then he, he'd he shot a couple of ducks, uh, and, and I had reached my limit. He said, oh, just go ahead and shoot mine for me. And I, and I looked at him like, oh. you know what I do for a living, right? He
2: <laughs> had no idea. He had
4: no idea. He had taken
1: the game warden hunting and didn't know the only <laughs> rules. <so. laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Now, do you find – is it hard to adequately do your job? I know you do a good job when there's cameras around, though, because it changes, like, the dynamics. I mean, it's really hard. I find it hard, personally. Do you have a good side? Yeah. Do you have a better <laughs> side than the other – but, no, as a, a game warden, you know, a DNR officer, is it hard with the cameras around you know, it is, Um and almost just because so much of what we do is in silence. Um, mm-hmm.
4: That was the hardest thing for me with a camera in my truck was, hey, can you talk about something? And I'm like, <laughs> you realize that most of my day I'm by myself in this truck. I'd be looked at as a crazy person if I was talking all the time. Uh, <laughs> so just uh, kind of learning to open up and talk about the things and talk through these cases and things, that was the hardest part for me. Um, but dealing with the public, I honestly didn't find it that bad. I, I, uh, I enjoyed my time uh, with the cameraman. He, he was very silent. He stayed in the background and, and did his thing. And I was surprised how little the public was really even affected by it.
3: You bet. Hey, Sarge, can you stick around? We got a whole lot more show for you to be on. Oh,
1: Heck no. (laughs) What? Uh, 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 I think that's the first time anyone ever said that to us. All right, so don't go anywhere. Coming up next is going to be part two with Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division at four wardens on Outdoor Channel Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. You have to watch it. Uh, This has been presented, though, by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV, part two with Sergeant Shane Webster right after this
2: the revolution with jim and trev on air for over 15 years um if you're planning on listening to us while you're getting ready in the morning how about a courtesy flush stay tuned the revolution will be right back
7: plus means more introducing outdoor plus.com the most comprehensive outdoor website ever created recent relevant and authentic With new product reviews, expert tips, videos, and podcasts from America's most trusted sources like Game & Fish, Guns & Ammo, North American Whitetail, and many more. Experience the new OutdoorChannelPlus.com. Never stop searching.
2: Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we discuss New Horizons this week. Now, let's get back to Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division for Wardens on Outdoor Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is Part 2. Hey, we're
3: back. We're talking New Horizons on this week's show, and before the break, we had Sergeant Shane Webster uh, with the uh, Michigan Department of DNR. And I got to ask you this question Shane, what offense have you written more tickets on in your career?
4: Sure. I, I would say the number one offense that I have tickets for is, is the simple fishing without a light. Really? um yeah, and I don't know if it's just a southern Michigan thing. I know some of our northern guys, I mean, I'm sure they, they write a lot of tickets for it. Um, but down here, it just seems to be you, you could almost go on any given day, and if you checked enough fishermen that the, the numbers are on your side, you're going to find one or two that didn't buy a license. And most of them will lie to you, unfortunately, and tell you that they did. Uh, the system doesn't lie back, though. So. <laughs> um, but it, it seems to be a kind of one. And, but then it's the officer's job, right? You figure out, is this a person that that... Frequently, fishes are really trying to get away with something, uh, and, and we deal with that case by case. But that's probably the number one down here is, is just that simple fish, no license.
1: I always hate it. You know, you see like, oh, yeah, I bought a license. It was in 2006, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you can't
4: do that. You know, and, and I've I've had those people respond, hey, you know, it, it took three years for me to get caught. I think maybe I'll <laughs> save money, and I, I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> fines are getting up there now to you know combat that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan DNR Law Enforcement Division and he is on Wardens on Outdoor Channel Monday nights at 8.30 Eastern
1: Time. That's right. Now, Mr. Uh, I should say Sergeant Mr. Shane. So- I, don't, I don't know how that one works, <laughs> but um, if we want to <laughs> learn more about you guys, you know, let, let's say we have some people listening right now, maybe some young kids, some men, some they women. They want to be a DNR officer. where do Where do we go for information to learn more about you guys and what you do? Your work is fabulous. I think, honestly, you have one of the the coolest jobs there is. It's very neat. Where can we learn more about becoming a DNR law enforcement officer?
4: Absolutely. You start with that michigan.gov slash DNR. That's uh, that's the full spelling, michigan.gov and that forward slash DNR. And you find our, our law enforcement link, and you can click on conservation officer. You get the full guide there on how you can become a conservation officer. Some cool videos for you to check out, what we do on a daily basis. Uh, and it's a good way. We're, we're hiring right now, looking at a class coming in. We're super excited. We need more good guys and gals coming in. You
3: bet. Hey, we've been talking with Sergeant Shane Webster of the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, Law Enforcement Division, and of course, one of the hosts
1: of Wardens, on Outdoor Channel, Mondays at 8.30 Eastern Time. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online, especially with your wild game cuisine that you harvested legally. Uh, look them up at <laughs> HIMTNJerky.com And over your limit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Merchant Shane Webster, man, you're so awesome. God bless you. We love you, man. Thanks for coming on.
4: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. The Electric Turkey.
1: So, have you guys, like, heard? The Electric Turkey calls in all the biggest Toms. Electric Turkey
2: Jim and Trav. We could hire two monkeys to do this show, but Jim and Trav throw less poop at the sales staff and want a lot less money. Stay right there. The revolution will continue next.
6: How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631.
4: 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631.
2: The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim! With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak!
1: Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real.
2: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
1: What the hell are you still doing here?
2: Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week talking about new horizons. And, of
3: course, we had uh, Haynes Sheldon, editor-in-chief of North America Whitetail and also...
1: Sergeant Shane Webster. We talked to him uh, like four minutes ago.
3: <laughs> of the Michigan Department of Law Enforcement. I can't stand myself. Wow.
1: Alzheimer's <laughs> really kicking in. Yes, uh, it is. Baby Jimbo, you <laughs> need to take a nap. <laughs> All right, so you know, it's kind of crazy. You know, earlier this month, Yuri brought the cold. Now they're saying for March, we're going to have like epic proportions of warmness. No, no. <laughs> no, no. All right, so get out to this week and take some kiddos with you. This is a good time to do some shed hunting. It doesn't matter what you do just do it outside together as a family and make sure you always 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 hammer home firearm safety jimbo last word hey last word is get out there and have a good time all right so we will return next week and i think joe montagna is going to join us is he well he said he was and then he wrote back and said i'm gonna check my schedule so (laughs) i will find out all right so tune in next week boys and girls we do have to go peace out we love you so much thanks for listening and god bless the usa